0: $25 each. Visit concert concertweek to buy now. That's concert concertweek to buy now.
2: The best
1: conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not
0: 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
2: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
0: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision?
1: Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: From UFOs to ghosts and government cover-ups, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Stuff They Don't Want You To Know. My name is Matt. And I'm Ben. And today we're talking about lost civilizations. Mm, Let
2: me ask you a question, Matt. Oh, alright. Alright, good. I'm glad you're on board. Have you ever lost something? I've lost many things mm-hmm. and uh it's common throughout a lot of human literature and art uh this idea of losing things everybody statistically speaking everybody has at some point lost something it could be something small like your car keys it could be something metaphorical like yeah your- one,
1: one time i lost my religion there you go i was listening to way too much rem and mm-hmm. you know it, it happens i guess that they said
2: it happens yeah, and uh you're you're in the market for a uh, new religion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking around, checking out eBay. Well, one thing that's also weird about human history is that we've lost big things too. We've lost uh entire civilizations. We've lost entire cities, and you and I have done several video episodes on the nature of lost civilizations, right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, we have I believe two episodes that you can
1: find on our older channel that one day will be uh, brought over to our new YouTube channel mm-hmm. and on test tube. Uh, but we also have a, a fairly new one that we kind of started our new channel out with mm-hmm. about lost cities.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's a two part episode, mm-hmm. right? You can uh, find all that
1: on YouTube and on test tube.
2: Mm-hmm. And we've, we've talked about this because it's strange when, when you go back, into uh, research on history, one thing that's weird that happens is the further back you go, the less stark the line between myth and reality becomes. Uh, so that, for instance, um, if you trace back the origins of Chinese civilization, you quickly run into, well, I say quickly, depends on how fast you're flipping the pages, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll run into eventually this area of time wherein the legends are the closest thing to a universal historical record. And when we, us being you know, human beings at large, when we research lost civilizations, uh, what we find is a huge wealth of rumor, legend, misdirection, fable. But we also often find a grain of truth. One thing that really Blew the lid off of, uh, lost civilizations and launched it from, you know, kind of a speculative pseudoscience, wouldn't it be cool if kind of thing and made it a real viable, feasible pursuit was the discovery of ancient Troy. Oh yes. And for, uh, for a long time, people thought that Troy, the, the city was either a completely fictional thing or just somewhat loosely based on reality the same way that a lifetime show is inspired by true events but come to find out that actually is a real place and it wasn't just a real place it had uh it had layers of different periods in in the civilization's history now we also have Other things that may or may not have some sort of basis, in fact. And we can't go any further unless we talk about the big A, the most famous of all legendary lost civilizations. Matt Frederick, I'm going to let you intro this one.
1: We have in the left-hand corner, the red corner, Atlantis fighting out of the Pacific or the Atlantic or somewhere. Who knows? We don't know where it exists but it's there and it's called Atlantis. We know that for sure.
2: Yeah, perfect intro and thank you. We know that it's called Atlantis because this guy you may have heard of named Plato uh wrote about it and said, yeah, there was this city around 9,000 years before me that uh was uh, beyond the pillars of Heracles to the west of Gibraltar and –
1: he just had some insider information.
2: Yeah, he had some insider info back before insider info was against the law. Mm-hmm. Um, let me <laughs> oh, just imagine some finger quotes there on against the law. And uh, according to Plato's story, the people of Atlantis angered Poseidon, uh, sea god, pretty big deal back in the day, and he sank the city. Now, as we know, that's already kind of a um, diplomatic way to it say it's kind of an implausible f- story because no one's proved the existence of Sea gods yet. Well, uh, yeah, not yet. We're, we're getting better at this. Yeah, sorry Cthulhu fans. I like Pacific Rim and Lovecraft too, but at this point, there's not too much, uh, evidence one way or the other. Now, as we know, people have claimed to find the origin of Atlantis all around the world in the Caribbean, in the Pacific, in the Atlantic,
1: you'll hear stories all the time, or you'll read stories. Um, you'll find them usually online from, let's say, not the most reputable source. Sure, talking about a sunken pyramid with some pictures that look to me like they've been photoshopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't prove it, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, and and you you'll hear about that at least once or twice a year.
2: Mm-hmm. And the reason that we bring up Troy in the beginning is because for a long time. As crazy as it sounds, the city of Troy was put up there right around the same level of plausibility as the city of Atlantis yep. until an archaeologist named Heinrich Schliemann, Schliemann rediscovered it in the 19th century and hopefully uh, the journalist at the time pronounced his name better than I just did. Sorry, Germany. Um, the key questions here that we're tackling are how likely is it that humanity – could lose entire cities or civilizations. And spoiler alert, the answer is incredibly likely. In fact, it's, uh, it's fair to say that there could be cities that are extant and known today that could later be lost to just the slow grind of history. And it is frighteningly plausible that there are undiscovered cities, uh, right now, or rather lost cities. Uh, the people who knew, who built them probably knew where they were. Um, so so yeah.
1: just when you're, as you're talking, I'm just thinking about the the line kind of drawn in the sand for me uh, about how a civilization could be lost is the record-keeping techniques of whatever the day. So it, it sounds to me as though I don't think there ever will be another lost civilization on Earth because we have so many records.
0: the artists you love all summer long for just twenty-five dollars each.
1: Visit LiveNation.com slash
0: concertweek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash concertweek to buy now.
3: Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over six million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
0: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view.
2: Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today.
1: That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today.
2: Okay, so we're so interconnected that even, for example, if – let's just pick an isolated place. Okay, like the Maldives. Mm -hmm. The Maldives are um, an island nation, one of the ones at the most uh, immediate threat Mm -hmm. of – I guess, sinking into the ocean with rising sea levels. Mm-hmm. So then the argument would be, well, now that the cost of communication across the world is so cheap, everyone is able to find out that the Maldives exist.
1: It will be known that it existed, mm-hmm. right? It won't be lost. It, the structures will be lost. The population will be dispersed. But uh, it will be known that, yes, Maldives really was there. We can Google map it.
2: Yeah, see, here's, here's where I think it gets interesting too, because I used to be on the same page with you in, okay. that, in that respect. When we say the slow grind of history though, let's take it out thousands of years, because the, the error, or rather the flaw in this global information system, is that it depends upon, uh, technology, several different types of technology, in order for it to be accessed. So let's just go dystopian, Matt. Let's say oh right. huge nuclear war. The world is up a certain creek without a paddle, you know. All the vault dwellers are, are coming out of their vaults. All the vault dwellers are coming out of their vaults and over, over the Thousands, maybe even millions of years that they've been locked in. Super
1: mutants are roaming in the, the hills.
2: Yeah, they've speciated and they're different uh, to the point where they can't even breed together. Um, and then they start finding relics, and they they find you know cast off bits of things that maybe wouldn't have expired, like the ruined stone ruins, perhaps bottles um, of cola. Right, plastic, and uh then they start to piece this together, and they could rediscover it. what I guess the point we're making is that um it is much less likely that cities will be lost now as in forgotten you know it's still it's still the same dangerous game when we ask, will cities survive because there are any number of nat- natural or even interstellar disasters against which human beings are entirely helpless entirely helpless even the most wealthy people in the world will just be able to use their wealth to gtfo yeah. before before it hits the fan well, speaking
1: yeah. speaking of wealth and being a factor in the survivability of civilization let's talk about something that kind of strings together all of these civilizations and humanity as a whole okay uh, water
2: Ah, good,
1: good. And this is this is something that we discussed in the first episode of Lost Civilizations uh, about how large a factor water played in several civilizations, the Mayan civilization, mm-hmm. uh, the Indus or Harappan uh, civilization, and even Angkor. And, yeah. And how water was just kind of the underlying problem that they all ended up having to face, and when they faced it, they had to GTFO. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um So, well, okay, now, now look at that today. Sure. And let's, let's think about how aquifers are being purchased, Mm -hmm. how water is largely being privatized. And, and we even, it's funny, we even mentioned back in 2011 when we made that first episode that it's kind of silly. It's, or not silly. We didn't say that. We said it was kind of fanciful to talk about water wars and the, you know, in the future having a war where water is the main resource that's being fought over. And now, with a lot of what we're seeing, again, with the privatization, mm-hmm. it seems like it may be a real thing that we're going to have to deal with soon.
2: Yeah, and uh, soon is a tricky word there because do we mean soon in the larger context of history or do we mean soon as in within our lifetimes? And in that context uh, – Within your lifetime listener means it may as well be happening right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I, I love that you brought up the point about water. So in Angor Wat in the Maya and the Harappan civilizations that we talked about in that episode, we try to trace the fall of these civilizations and there's a frighteningly plausible argument mm-hmm. that What caused a lot of these civilizations to collapse or these great cities and empires to fall was an ecological disaster. In the case of Angkor Wat, it was a lack of water um, that came about because they simply had a huge population of people. And, of course, it was an agricultural economy. Um, And they
1: had great infrastructure.
2: Yeah, they had aquifers. They had aqueducts uh it just
1: there wasn't enough for the population.
2: Yeah, and there was an anomalous series of droughts. So they were running on reserves for a while, and then ultimately they couldn't support the people. And the story is similar with these other two civilizations, and we find that in that episode we find that climate change um, – let me take a second here. When we say climate change as well, we don't mean the current argument about climate change. We mean that the ecosystem in which these cities were built or founded uh, failed them or changed in a way that in a way that they were not able to adapt to in enough time to survive. And we know that water can do uh, something else to ruin a civilization which is completely flooded uh, Matt yeah. I don't know if you saw this on Reddit recently but uh, a new Egyptian city has been <laughs> rediscovered I did see yeah this. it was it's underwater now
1: oh man it's crazy they're getting great artifacts uh, hieroglyphs mm. that are preserved almost perfectly mm-hmm. it's pretty incredible
2: and we also know that there are numerous underwater, Features, I guess is the best word to say, uh, like Bamini Road or something that people have posited might be the work of human beings. It sank under the ground. Another thing, another way we can lose these is uh, through uh, volcanic eruption like mm-hmm. Pompeii.
1: Yeah, yeah. Volcanic eruptions even now can form brand new islands. Mm-hmm. Uh, just it, it's actually happening. <laughs> you can yeah. search for this. Go to Google and search new uh, volcanic island.
2: Yeah. And what's another thing that's kind of, I guess, you know what I will say to me, this is a positive note. Okay. Uh, it is true that with the evolving technology that we have with our increasingly sophisticated means of pulling our own forensic science experiments on the past, we have found that, um, We got so much stuff wrong about history. You know, we're finding footprints, human footprints, 4,000 years before they're supposed to be in a place. We're finding human DNA. 400,000 years ago. Yeah. Older than it should be. And and we're even finding, you know, things that qualify as completely different types of pure hominid groups to human beings, which uh, is, is, um, a level beyond the Neanderthal, it's it's you know the Denisovans, I believe, are one of them, or the uh, hotly debated uh, Homo florensis, um, which would be if if this is true, if the most outrageous stuff is true, then they would be a race of little people. Yeah, and, it just makes yeah.
1: you realize that you we can't take any of this stuff for granted. You we ought, we have to be vigilant and constantly searching, and that's why science is really important, guys. Research. Yeah it's, Studying the past is just as important as studying the future, in my opinion. Live Nation presents
2: Concert Week from now through May
1: 14th. Get twenty-five dollar tickets to over five thousand summer shows.
2: That's up to seventy-five percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like Twenty One Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber,
0: Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum Forty One, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th. To see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each.
1: Visit LiveNation.com slash Week to buy now.
0: That's LiveNation.com slash Week to buy now.
1: Snag a job is where
3: America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly so visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert snagajob.com where america goes to hire
1: finding the right news podcast can feel like dating it seems promising until you start listening when you hit play on post reports you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too Terminix it.
2: Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today.
1: That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today.
2: Yeah, and uh, I think I I agree with that. It reminds me of the old William Faulkner quotation where he said, the past isn't over, it isn't even past yet. And let's pick up on the point about science, because one thing that you and I ran into when we were doing these episodes uh, was an alarming tendency toward bad science, primarily, um, for most of the, the, Most of the span of archaeology, the primary problem in the science has been institutionalized racism. You know, European, uh, European forces come to Africa. They find the ruins of ancient civilizations, Great Zimbabwe or so on. And then they say, oh, well, there's no way that native Africans could have built this. Where is the secret lost tribe? Cause that makes sense. I don't know. know,
1: It's so weird to me. We've, we've been getting a lot of flack on youtube in the comments because we discuss we want to discuss that point of institutionalized racism at that time period and it will in pretty much in the past from this point um and i it's tough for me to kind of swallow that criticism because i understand what people are saying you know you playing the racism card is a thing but unfortunately this is just a kind of a truth that we need to face at some point.
2: Well, sure. And I, you know, I understand somebody saying that, I, but they're objecting to something different than what we have done in that video, which is the, uh, which is the fact, the concrete historical fact that due to pre-existing notions of how the world or human society should be, a lot of scientists who could have made some great headway, uh, when when their time had come, instead uh retreated back to their ideologies. And it's kind of like the um, it's kind of like the Holocaust experiment stuff, you know? It's bad science because the guys set out uh the people who were conducting those experiments set out to reach a predetermined conclusion. Now I will say I will say to be absolutely fair that assuming um assuming that there was no great secret to find or there was no lost technology is just as silly as assuming mm-hmm. that there had to be um some, you know, well, imagine the most unrealistic thing you could see, right? Like mm-hmm. um time travelers from the future come back and – Build the pyramids to found the Masonic order that later builds the time machines in post-apocalyptic earth to send them back to finish the loop. I mean, that's, I'm just kind of riffing on that one, but we do know, we do know that, um, different, different techniques, different, uh, processes that we are using are bearing fruit because lost civilizations and lost cities are being found at an unprecedented rate. And across the world in South America in the near East, um who knows what's out there in Eurasia or Siberia or places where um, you would have to have a massive amount of funding to uncover something, and to be absolutely fair again um, who knows what we will find
1: I'm so excited about it
2: yeah i am I am personally thrilled
1: it brings the Indiana Jones part of me that's hidden deep down in my childhood. It just brings it right to the, the surface.
2: Mm-hmm. And when we, let's see, we've touched on a lot of stuff in this one, and um, we don't want to completely ruin the episodes for anyone who hasn't seen them, and you should check them out. Uh, one Uh One thing that we can find, if we want to call this in favor of, you know, the quote-unquote conspiracy theorists versus the quote-unquote skeptics, who are not usually Ooh, I don't like those two sides man yeah I don't either uh, they're not they're kind of a false dichotomy and usually the people who are quote-unquote skeptics are not um, the people who often are self-described skeptics or have some preconceived notions but well, and that's what we
1: found in a lot of our research it doesn't lie on the outskirts of any issue really the, the truth that that we've been drilling down to it's usually somewhere near the middle of uh, <laughs> on one side or the other, uh, it's usually right you know, right near the middle somewhere where it's especially with these lost civilizations, right there's there's truth to it that we can find and point to. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much left uh, that let's say the more imaginative ideas can't be
2: dismissed. Mm-hmm. Ubar, Halike, Shangri-La, the Minoan Empire, these are just, the, these are just a few of the examples you've heard about. Oh, El Dorado, mm-hmm. for instance, um, Ciudad Blanca, what, what we are finding shows us clearly that there is a hugely favorable probability that there are undiscovered cities, and when we say cities, we mean possibly massive cities uh, that might be underwater now due to a shift in um, landmass or that might be completely covered uh, due to some other sort of disaster. Especially now that
1: we know from that DNA discovery recently that humanity goes back much further than we thought. So we need to start looking in places that perhaps have been covered
2: over for 300,000 years. Oh, yeah, right? what if the ice caps melt, and it turns out that Atlantis be has been in the South Pole the entire time? It's
1: I mean, it's crazy to think about, it and it sounds silly, but
2: yeah, well, it's not necessarily silly it's it's silly if we say that's definitely gonna happen, yeah. but but it is a point of departure, and this is um honestly, this is an exciting time to be alive, not just for an archaeologist, uh, but this is an exciting time. To be alive for anyone who wants to see how the official narrative of history has been wrong. Yeah, and humanity as a whole. And, and the official story of humanity as a whole. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up on that note. We hope that you do check out our four episodes on Mm -hmm. Lost Cities. Uh, everywhere from Angkor Wat to Atlantis and everything between. And we would love to hear your stories and your opinions about these lost cities. And on the off chance that you have solid evidence of uh, something that completely contradicts the historical narrative of, you know, your textbooks and your teachers and the news or whatever uh, we want you to come to us with it. We would love to learn more about it and as always we would love to bring it out to the rest of the world. So you can find us on Facebook where conspiracy stuff. You can drop us a line on Twitter where we are also in a burst of creativity calling ourselves conspiracy stuff.
1: That's true. You can find us on Test Tube. You can if you're listening to this on iTunes, you can just switch back to the store and get our video podcast which you'll find it's up there on the top. 10 i believe you'll find it there (laughs) Uh, and you can also go to our youtube channel you can what else our google plus channel
2: oh yeah we got one of those and if you say guys i don't want to do the social media i don't even like sign into youtube because google is creepy and orwellian we get it you can send us an email directly our email address is conspiracy at discovery.com For more on this
0: topic and other unexplained phenomena, visit testtube.com slash conspiracystuff. You can also get in touch on Twitter at the handle at conspiracystuff.